Hello, and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 157, which we are recording on Wednesday, January 3rd, 2018. I'm Gail. <laughs> and I'm Charlene. And it's such a pleasure to be here. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> it's been about a month since we last recorded, so it this has. is a big treat for us yes. to be here today on a rainy day in Santa Cruz, which is also a huge treat. And we're recording on a new microphone, so hopefully there is a positive difference in sound quality. And that's Nani in the background, the bird. We're at Charlene's house. And it was very funny. It's not that cold out compared to most parts of the world. However, Charlene and I are both very cold today. And when I knocked on her door and she opened her door, we laughed because we're both wearing sweaters fingerless mitts and hats with pom-poms on them so it was very funny that oh my gosh look we're knitting twins and it was completely coincidental so it's one of those where as many things as you can days yeah i've been like chilled to the bone for the last I, two I hours very so. cold too. and it's funny because well we'll get to what we're wearing yeah, so let's, let's go let's, straight to what are you tell wearing everybody what we're wearing so the sweater that i am wearing is one called Ease, which is a pattern by Alicia Plummer. The pattern, I believe this pattern came out quite, I'm not quite sure when the pattern came out, but I knit my sweater almost exactly three years ago. It's very interesting because like the previous podcast where there was one project that I looked up and I was wearing it and I had finished it on the exact yeah, day we were weird. recording. So this sweater I finished three years ago tomorrow. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's January cool. 4th, 2014, I finished my ease by Alicia Plummer. That was Nani. <laughs> Nani's being very sweet and vocal in the background. <laughs> well, I said... I had finished this, and then she said, nope. So, <laughs> oh, I didn't recognize it was a word. So I knit my ease in some reclaimed Malabrigo Rios in the Cumparsita colorway. And I was telling Gail that this colorway has fallen out of love for me. I'm really not in love with this reds to grays tone anymore. So I'm thinking about over-dyeing it. Maybe if I toss it in some blue i might get some purpley tones yeah. in there so we'll see pretty. i'm not a dyer and i do not want to be one and you so. don't pretend to be one on tv <laughs> i don't pretend to be one i do not really want to be one so i may try to we know lots of dyers exactly so. we'll see but and i don't know why i've fallen out of love with this i think that just goes to show that that will happen with yarn and it will happen with yarn you have in your stash. And so maybe that's one reason why not to stash too much of one color because you may fall out of love with it. <laughs> oh no, I hope I don't fall out of love with pink. <laughs> I don't think that will happen. I don't think, I don't so think I'd fall out of love with anything purpley. And I think this one was kind of out of my norm. So maybe that's why I'm not in love with it. I don't know. Now, was it Cumparsita or Stone Chat? This is Cumparsita. Right, but which of the Malabrigo colors were you in love with for a long time? Um, both of those okay. I've liked in the past. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've gone through so many different 
Malabrigo color loves. <laughs> I they just, have so many beautiful colors. For some reason, those two colorways always make me think of you. Oh, oh that's I one see. of Charlene's favorites, <laughs> but that was a former favorite. Now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then on my head, I am wearing a hat designed by Vera Balimaki called Looking Ahead. And then on my hands, I'm wearing a pair of mitts designed by Michelle Shirley called the Evangeline Mitts. Both, well, the mitts especially, let's see if I can find my mitts information. The mitts I knit what? Did I say that right? The knit you mitt. No, I did it too. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know if I said that right either. The mitts you knit. The mitts I knit several (laughs) years ago. And I had tried to bring up the information, but it looks like I don't have it available right now. But I believe the mitts I knit longer ago than the sweater. The hat. You did because I remember someone gifted you that yarn. Didn't they? I remember you knitting those Possibly. so long ago. Possibly. Yeah. Like I remember standing in the Swift Stitch watching you knit on those years and years and yeah. years ago. And I think that the yarn has a little bit of alpaca in it because it's got a little bit of a halo, a little bit of a fuzz to it. And in hindsight, it probably wasn't the best yarn to choose because even though the the cable that goes down the mitts is obvious it's not it's not doesn't show the cable as well as some other yarns would show the cable cable. doesn't pop the cable doesn't pop yes that's exactly it the hat i knit back in 2016 so i was going to say last year two years two years ago ago. (laughs) now and I used some abstract fiber Rothko wet that was left over from one of my large sweaters. That's right. I totally forgot about it. It's a sport weight yarn wool and silk blend. It's got 15% silk. And then I have a store-bought fur pom-pom on the top. I'm, there it is. <laughs> she was trying <laughs> was to find it with her hand. for my pom-pom. <laughs> Gail also has a store-bought pom-pom on her hat, so I, I will let you... Let you tell them what you are wearing. So the super exciting part of what I'm wearing is Charlene and I finished our test knits that we mentioned on the last two episodes, which were, which is a pattern by Elizabeth Doherty that is named Archer. And I am wearing my Archer sweater right now, which I knit basically as a dress length. I was Mm -hmm. aiming for tunic length, but after blocking, it became more like a dress, which I am perfectly thrilled with. So the Archer sweater is a top-down design that has a lot of Elizabeth's design features, including a lateral braid, both in the front and the back. But what's different about this, because we've talked about the braid on Donner and on Markley, This one is arched, so it arches over your bust line, and then it is striped. Well, the design has two options, striped and not striped. Charlene and I both did striped, so it's a solid color to the arch, and then from the arch down is striped. So I used a beautiful pink tonal by Dragonfly Fibers called Redbud in their Dragon Sock base, and then my contrast color, stripes, is a yarn by Enzula called Lunaris. And it's a 
luxury blend that is called the colorway is called Jawbreaker. If you've ever seen those Jawbreakers that were like bigger than your fist when you were a kid, <laughs> they used to have them at the Santa Cruz Boardwalk. And everyone wanted a Jawbreaker because it would last like a month because they were huge and you could never, I don't know if anyone ever successfully ate the whole thing, but they were white with little specks of yes. color all over them. How did you even eat them? You had to bang them like with into a hammer or with something. A hammer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't remember how we actually ate them, but we always wanted one. So Jawbreaker is the contrast color and it has speckles in it. It's really pretty. And it also has some sparkle in it. <laughs> it does. I went over the top with speckles and sparkles, but I like super it. happy with it. The so from the arch down you stripe it. It's an A-line sweater, so it has increases as you go down. And then it has drop sleeves. So as you're knitting from the top down, right about when you get to the arch, you se- you separate the sleeve. Well, it's not even a separation. You stop knitting at one point and then you pick up there later and knit down for the sleeve. So drop sleeve design, A-line structure. Then it has a split hem, which is very, I love that design element on sweaters and garments in general. And my split hem in the back is much longer than in the front, which I did by design to make sure that all the right parts were covered with fabric, (laughs) which I succeeded in doing. And I just love it. It's a great fingering weight. I probably didn't mention that it's fingering weight. So it is light enough that it doesn't feel heavy, even though it's an A-line sweater. And this one I used about three skeins and three quarters, probably. So I had two skeins in each of the colors and ended up using the majority of the yarn. So lots of yardage in the sweater because of the length in which I knit it. And so I modified the length. Charlene knit hers to the pattern, which is Mm -hmm. high hip probably. Yeah. And I also modified it by striping the sleeves. So in the striped design, it's solid color down to the arch, and the sleeves are in that same color as the upper color is. I wanna call it the main color. It's not technically the main well, color, but yeah, the top I would color. Call the main color, okay. the the solid that you used because your top is okay. So we'll call that the main out color. Out I used color. about equal amounts of the yarn. So, but yeah, the main color would be the dark pink in my case, and then I striped the sleeves down. But Charlene did not stripe her sleeves, so mm-hmm. my modifications were the length of the sweater and the striped sleeves. So very very happy with the result and. That's the first thing I'm wearing, Archer, the new design by Elizabeth Doherty. And I cannot wait to see how many people end up knitting this for the self-indulgent knit along because I have a feeling it's going to be popular. It hit the top right now, hot right now, top patterns in Ravelry almost instantly. So I noticed that too. it went. I, I predicted yeah. it would be in a couple hours and it was right all the way up there at the yeah. top right away. Yay, Elizabeth. Wow. And the other things that I'm wearing, which made me and Charlene laugh when she opened the door. (laughs) I am wearing my matched mitts and hat that I knit in last year's Self-Indulgent Knit Along. I knit myself a matchy-matchy set of accessories. So I knit the Heartbeat mitts, I knit the Honey hat, and I knit the High Plains cowl, all using Unwind Yarn Company's Bougainvillea colorway, which is also a tonal dark pink, which matches the Redbud 
in my archer sweater almost perfectly. I mean, look at how good those, yes, how well those go does. together. It really so does. it looks like they were all meant to be worn together, which was a complete coincidence, other than the fact that it's the color pink that I like so much. So <laughs> if you look at it that way, it's not a coincidence at all. But I did also want to say a funny story about matchy-matchy accessories. So last year, I was so intent on having a set of accessories that would match that i remember yeah Yeah. i could wear like matching accessories Mm -hmm. and not look mismatched every time i walk out the door so i went to london in december for a little over a week it was both work and fun and i was able to meet sarah a spell of winter and rebecca rebecca wip and that was just amazing and while we were there we were all comparing hand knits and i was wearing mismatch accessories again And I thought to myself, what were you thinking? You knit these matched, beautiful pink set. What were you thinking? I completely forgot that I'd knit knit them. They were in the closet, tucked away because it hadn't been cold enough to pull them out yet. So yeah, Josie and I both, she was, Josie went with me. She was wearing mismatched hand knits as well, but they kept us warm and that's good. So, but still it was silly that I went to all this trouble to knit a match set and then forgot to bring them. Yeah, and it's okay. I never have made myself a matched set, so. Well, and that was exactly, I'd never made myself right. a matched set before, right. so I was going to break yeah. that trend. But yeah. it is kind of fun to wear the mismatched things, too, I have yeah. to say. So that's what I'm wearing. Heartbeat mitts, honey hat, and the archer sweater. Super happy with this little outfit that I have going right now. And it's keeping us warm. Except my fingertips are still really cold. (laughs) I just pulled off my mitts because I was having trouble with my knitting needle, but my hands are cold, so I'm going to pull them on again. So what have you been stocking over the last month? Does it sound crazy to say that I have not been stocking that many things? I don't think it's crazy. It's just been so busy, and I'm sure everybody can relate. It's that busy time of year. So I have a couple of hats that I wanted to mention because they're both free patterns, and I thought they were both really good basic hat patterns. The first one is called Rafa's Hat. It's by Hohi Locatelli, and she released this pattern in December and it is a free pattern available on Ravelry. It's a worsted weight hat, and she calls it in the description a very easy, quote, manly hat, unquote. So it's a basic ribbed hat. It really can be worn by a manly person or a non-manly non-manly person, <laughs> yes, because it's a basic ribbed hat. It will work for all genders. And it comes in three sizes. I can't, guess I can't really say too much about it. I haven't made it yet, but you you guys know that I've made a lot of hohi patterns, so I expect this one would be as well written and as easy to follow as any of her other patterns. So I'm looking forward to knitting that one sometime. It's called, again, Rafa's Hat by Hohi Locatelli. The second one is a hat by Tin Can Knits. And I know lots of you have made their popular barley hat. So this one is the Barley Light and it's made for fingering white yarn, which is very cool. I love knitting in the fingering white yarn. It's also a free pattern on Ravelry. Also 
what I consider to be another really good basic. And this one, I believe, is sized, yeah, from baby to adult large. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six sizes yeah. for this pattern. So great, great basic. If you haven't made a barley hat, it's a mostly stockinette hat with a little garter stitch panel. Very basic. You can make it fitted like a beanie or a little bit longer as a slouchy hat. And it's nice just to have the numbers there. If you want to cast on a hat, the numbers are there for you and then you can go. Yep. That makes it convenient. Yes. So that is Barley Light by Tin Can Knits. And really, I'm not stocking too, too much other than I have been spending a lot of time looking at the patterns that folks have linked in the self-indulgent threads. Exactly. That's where all <laughs> my stocking is related to yeah. that. I've, I've been looking at patterns and stocking things. I'm not really noticing any trends yet this year in terms of what's out there. Usually at the beginning of the year on Ravelry, and I'm sure you guys have noticed this, there's a lot of fluff in the hot right now because people are giving away a lot of free patterns for the holidays and a lot of free patterns for the new year. And that causes those patterns to increase in popularity because people click through to them. And those patterns are getting a lot of attention right now on the hot right now. They're in there. And it'll be interesting to see if it, well, it's always interesting to see if those patterns continue to remain popular and if there are projects to support their popularity in the future. We shall see. But because of all of these free giveaways, it's kind of been hard to see what the what the trend is right now. So I guess we have to wait to see once all of the freebies kind of calm down. Filter out. Yes. Yes, yes exactly. Say so you're exactly. saying that very diplomatically. <laughs> Good for you. I was going to say it much differently. Oh. <laughs> now I don't have to. <laughs> but in terms of stocking, it has been really fun to look at what people are linking in their self-indulgent threads. That was the other thing I wanted to mention. So that's it. How about you? What are you stocking? Well, all of my stocking has been directly related to the self-indulgent knit along, both for what I want to knit and for just browsing through the very chattery threads mm -hmm. in our group. And I did look at the statistics this morning when oh, I was good. writing my show notes. So we have in the chatter thread, 105 voices. So there are 105 people who are chatting in the thread, mm -hmm. 520 readers. So there are far more of you reading and looking at the thread than commenting. Mm -hmm. And that's perfectly fine, of course. of course. But we always do like to hear from you and hear what you're knitting for the knit along. And don't ever, ever, ever try to catch up with the thread because it's impossible. I spent about a week off of the computer between Christmas and New Year. And it took me hours and hours and hours to catch back up in the thread, which to me is fun. Mm -hmm. But I don't recommend it to most people. If, so. if, yeah, it's we like to do that because we like to see what's what everyone's in there. Yeah. Yes, and maybe you do as well. But there are other ways to short to shortcut that 
pages and pages of, of comments. You can, at the top of the thread, there are links to photos, mm-hmm. projects, and there are a couple more links at the top. So if you just want to see what people are knitting, you can click on the projects link and it will only show you the posts that people have linked to their projects. So that's a really fast and easy way to see what people are knitting for the knit along. And of course, if you just like to read the chatter, there's a lot of it. So super happy place to spend your time on Ravelry, or it is for me. And we already have 15 finished objects. I know, I saw that. Oh my goodness. So So not fair. (laughs) Well, one of them is a beautiful sweater to Marianne, who lives in Norway. And Marianne, I'm going to try to say your Ravelry name, and you can correct me later. Fagerlande, perhaps? She knit a beautiful jumper, a pullover sweater in alpaca yarn, and she knit it in a week because she had the week available to knit, and Mm -hmm. it is stunning. So we already have a finished sweater in the finished objects thread. So we'll talk more about the knit along in general later, but I am so impressed that all the beautiful projects, all the beautiful knitting, all the sweet comments and camaraderie, just like all of our knit alongs, this is not a disappointment. Right. <laughs> so I was planning to knit the Comfort Fade Cardigan by Andrea Mowry, and a lot of you are also planning to knit that. So don't be mad at me, but I'm not going to knit it anymore. The more I looked at it, the more I realized that it was going to never stop bugging me that I couldn't close it in the front. And I could have modified the pattern to make it, yeah, to make it close in the front. But even the people who did that, Carol, CD and Carol did, it wouldn't have been the kind of sweater that I wanted it to be. I want it to close comfortably in the front to almost overlap in the front. And the more I thought about the pattern, the more I thought, this is not really going to make me happy. Mm. So I don't want to knit something that I'm going to be disappointed with. Well, it's good to realize. That. Yes. So back to my queue, I went and I've decided, I talked about this before in relation to my pink yarn fade, the Naima by Inkastrick. It's a beautiful top-down sweater and it's going to be a perfect basic canvas for the fade. So I'm going to use the same yarns, the same fade that I planned for the comfort fade cardigan, but use the Naima pattern instead. It has pockets, it's A-line, which is a shape that I'm really finding I favor right now. And I wear, I don't Mm -hmm. feel self-conscious in it. I just feel comfortable in it. And it I really like it too. Yeah. It works with everything that I wear and own. So Naima is going to be on the needles instead of the Comfort Fade cardigan. But I can't wait to see the ones everybody else is going to knit. And, oh, did you see, is it Touch of Silver, Katie, who is Katie Emma on Ravelry. She's knitting, it's either Piece of Silver or Touch of Silver. It's a top-down turtleneck that she is fading, and it's gorgeous. You're going to love the colors. Okay. Really pretty. (laughs) The second sweater that I'm stocking, which has been in my queue off and on for many, many years, is the Shell Seeker Pullover by Heidi Kiermeyer. It's a striped pullover that basically looks like a sweatshirt with a kangaroo pocket. Yeah. It's like the champion sweatshirts we used to wear all the time when we were in high school, basically. <laughs> that style is what it makes me think of. And... We, Charlene and I, were gifted some beautiful DK Wilmise yarn 
by a wonderful listener. And we have, we each got a skein of a dark gray, a light gray, and then she got the pink and I got the bright green that's called wasabi. And I'm going to stripe the dark gray, light gray, and wasabi in the shell seeker pattern. It's a top-down raglan, super simple, and I'm really looking forward to knitting that as well. I think that's going to be super fun. I think that will be. It's a good use of three individual skeins that we have. Yep. So, yeah. It's going to be a great... Great way to use tags. And I think a great staple, too. That'll be like a grab-and-go for anything mm-hmm. kind of sweater, for sure. So looking forward to that one. I'm also planning to knit the tinsel mitts, which is a pattern by Andrea Mowry that I bought... I think I bought it last year in the gift along. Oh, okay. That was done for 2016. And I got myself a new skein of candy skein yarn. She has a new base called Tasty DK, which is a 100% merino wool. It's a 251 yard put up. And I bought her Harpy Hot Chocolate, which I <laughs> love. It's a speckled beauty yarn. And I bought a skein of that to do the tinsel mitts. So I will be casting that nice. on. I've already wound the yarn, printed the pattern, have it in a project bag with the needles, just waiting to cast on. And someone else in our group is knitting those for the, the knit along as well. And the last one, this is was never even on my radar, but Among Tall Trees on Ravelry, she doesn't have her, her actual name on Ravelry. She is knitting a pattern called This is the Sea. It's a shawl pattern by Katrine Schubert. And it is two colors. It starts with garter, then it striped garter, and then it goes to solid color lace, and then it goes to a striped ruffle. And it's so pretty. It She picked gorgeous yarns that are perfect together. There's something about the ruffle that I really, really love. And just for some reason, the shawl just like knocked me out. I looked oh, as wow. soon as I clicked over to it, I thought, oh, that is so pretty. It must I be a new pattern. With that one. Yeah, I've never heard of her, the designer, and I'd never heard of the shawl. And I think it only has six or seven projects on Ravelry, oh. but it's really, really cute. So that one's high up on my wish list, although we'll talk about shawls later. But <laughs> it's on the list for sometime this year, if not for the self-indulgent knit along. But that was completely added to my stocking based on the self-indulgent knit along had never even heard of it before so thank you among tall trees and an update on the max sweater so max requested a sweater and last i mentioned it he had wanted a forest green color well he completely changed his mind and we ordered a sweater's quantity of juicy worsted from tammy at candy skein in her honey colorway which if I had to describe it, I would say it's more of a mustardy yellow color than a honey color, but I'm not very good at describing colors. So Max saw it and fell in love with it. Really? So wow. we've ordered the yarn and he has not stopped asking me about his sweater. Let's see. He asked for it a little over a month ago and then we hadn't picked yarn before I left for London. So when I got home, there was a lot of well, when are you going to order my yarn? When are you going to order my yarn? Why aren't you knitting my sweater yet? Where's my sweater? So he finally settled on the yarn and he has asked me almost every day, when are you getting the yarn? When are you getting the yarn? When are you getting the yarn? <laughs> so he's very excited about his sweater. I'm going to use the Ann Bud Handy Book of Sweaters book, or oh, yeah. that's what it's called, Handy Book of Sweater Patterns. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to basically come up with a top-down sweater for him 
He wants a fairly loose fabric. He wants very simple stock in it. He doesn't want anything fancy. Yeah. And I'll do some kind of set in sleeves and something with some structure to it. So it doesn't just completely hang off of his body, but mm -hmm. you know, he just wants a positive ease kind of sweatshirty type of sweater. So that will be on the, as soon as the yarn arrives, I have a suspicion it will be on the needles very quickly because if he sees the yarn and knows it's in the house, then I'll never hear the end of it if I haven't cast on for it. <laughs> So that's the stocking. Obviously, my stocking has been um, a. So, considering I spent a week off the computer, once I got back on the computer, my stocking just went into overdrive. Yeah, so. it did. It did. <laughs> so, what are you actually knitting? Okay, in my hands is a really basic cowl. It's knit in linen stitch and it's knit in an odd number of stitches. So there's a slip and a knit, a slip and a knit, and I don't even have to keep track of the beginning of the round. You just keep going around and around and around since it's an odd number of stitches. And this one, initially, I was following a pattern on Ravelry called Jessica Jones. And this one was a free pattern it says it was free until December 24th. So now it's a pay pattern and it's only two US dollars. So very affordable pattern to get the numbers and the stitch and how to knit the cowl, but it's very, very basic. And I'm just going around and around and around doing the same thing over and over and over again, which is fairly meditative and is about all I can handle right now after post well post holiday <laughs> popo the other kitty is making a rare appearance during yep. recording time <laughs> i haven't seen boo since i got here but oh, oh boo's sitting on the couch over there oh he lift he just lifted his head up he hurt his head <laughs> he he's so he's a black cat so he just looks like a pillow on the couch over yeah. there <laughs> lucy blends in with the couch she yeah. has been sat on before because she blends in with our black cat <laughs> yeah so the Jessica Jones cowl, like I said, linen stitch around and around. And if you've watched the Jessica Jones show, the character of Jessica Jones wears in the show a gray cowl that this one is modeled after. And she wore the cowl, I think, through the whole series. You see her wear it over oh, really? and over again with a leather jacket, I believe she wears. And she wears it all the time. And in the show, it's a little careworn. In fact, I think at some point, it might even look like there's a hole in it or something. I can't remember. But this one is modeled after that. And I'm using a gray, too. So it looks very similar. The yarn that I am using is a wonderful yarn from Dragonfly Fibers called Dharma. And it's a fingering weight yarn. There's 480 yards to the skein. So it's fingering weight, but it is so wonderful and soft. It's 50% yak and 50% silk. It feels really good. <laughs> That's what I use for my peer pressure shawlette. Yeah. And I really enjoyed knitting yeah, with it. Yeah, I'm enjoying knitting with this too. And for a cowl, it's going to feel great around the neck. I think it would, it would feel great for any accessory. But I think you do have to be careful because I think the yak 
silk will be a bl it's a blend without memory to it so you don't want to use it I wouldn't recommend using it for something like mitts or a hat that you'd really want to hold shape yeah. but as a cowl and especially in this stitch I think it it holds up really well and it's going to be fantastic and I can't wait to wear it and there's something about linen stitch I like both sides of it too there's an inside and an outside of course to Ooh, the I cowl, do too, yeah but I like both sides <laughs> oh so do I that's pretty yeah so I'm really excited to wear this cannot wait to wear it I think I may have almost reached the halfway point in this game I'm not sure as I mentioned, this skein is a very, very generous 480 yards, so I don't even think I'll use the whole skein for the cowl, because I've already got a good maybe eight inches yeah. going here of cowl, so I probably won't go through the whole thing, but it's really fun to knit, and the yarn just feels so good. I can't can't say enough good things about she it. She has a giant <laughs> smile on her face, if yeah. you couldn't tell. So actually, that is my first cast on for the self-indulgent. Oh, I okay. actually did cast this one on on Christmas Day. I, I know we were a little bit confusing about the beginning of self-indulgent. Yeah, sorry about that. But... You know, everybody will get there. Everybody will. Everybody who wants to participate will cast on something. So it all works out in the end. Yeah, if you didn't hear, we on the fly <laughs> in one of our last episodes decided to change the start date from Christmas Day, the 25th, to the 21st, which was the winter solstice. So our Colors of Fall knit along is timed on the solstice and the equinox so we wanted to do this one the same way so yeah, it starts it just, on the winter solstice and ends on the spring equinox all of a sudden it just felt right yeah. to have that pair seasonal up. seasonal yeah. yeah and there's and symmetry to the that light. that i really exactly. like yeah exactly that way we're all starting well i did not start on this on the exact day and neither did i but it all works out and we're all moving towards the light so <laughs> So that is the Jessica Jones cowl, and it is a pattern by, handmade by Smine. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but it has an accent on the E, the ending E, so we'll go with Smine. The second thing that I have cast on, my January 1st cast on, was my Clio sweater Yay! by Elizabeth Doherty, and I have not gotten very far. I've knit two little pieces. So That's I... all I've done. <laughs> That's all I've done. So the Clio sweater is, oh, I don't have that up, but the Clio sweater has cabled areas. It has texture. So, and it's a pullover. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge sweater in the fact that I really have to pay attention to the stitch patterns and what's going on. And so far, I'm really enjoying working with the yarn I picked, which is a Cormo Sport from Sincere Sheep. It's part of their terroir fiber series, which is fiber that comes from a specific region, a yep. local region. And this one is from Nine Mile Ranch in Casey, Wyoming. Kind of cool. That's you know very cool. exactly yeah. where the, the Cormo comes from. Yep. 
So it's four, 400 yards, four ounces, a really nice sport weight. It feels really good on in hand for the two little bits that I've knit so far. I'm really enjoying it. The color that I'm using is called Cumulus. It's a very pale gray, almost a natural. So I'm really looking forward to having this one. And that's Cleo by Elizabeth Doherty. How about you, Gail? What are you knitting? I'm knitting three things at the moment. So just as we started to record, I cast on a new project. I, on the spur of the moment, decided that I had to cast on the Marzipan Leg Warmers, which is a Knitvent 2017 pattern by Helen Stewart. And they are some pretty simple leg warmers with some, I don't want to call them faux cables, but you do, where you do a simple crossover, so oh, yeah. little cables. And I literally just cast on when we sat down, and I literally <laughs> did. I'm using my leftover Imperial Stock Ranch Tracy 2, which is, I bought two skeins of this, and it's the yarn that never ends. So I've knit a tunic with it, I knit my outing shawl with it, and now I have 140 yards left, so my leg warmers will be a little shorter than the pattern calls for. But I'm really looking forward to it, and I was so cold that I thought leg warmers would be really nice to wear right now. So I'm going to cast on a pair. <laughs> so the marzipan leg warmers are on the needles. And the other two knits that were self-indulgent cast-ons, the first one is the Bjorko shawl, which oh, is, it, I did cast on. it on. Yay. It's the shawl pattern that I talked about by Anna Freiberg, who is Yarnesty on Ravelry. And Bjorko means Birch Tree Island. So oh, it's okay. a place where she talked about her dad growing up and, I think she visited it as well. And this is a completely self-indulgent knit because I'm using the gloriously beautiful hand spun that Robbie, Photo Knit Gal, spun for me and gave me last April. Mm -hmm. And it is so fine and soft and pretty. It is a merino nylon blend, but I swear it feels like it has cashmere or silk in it or something. It is so soft and it actually has long color changes in it, which I didn't really see mm. until I started knitting. And this shawl is an asymmetrical shawl. So you start with a little teeny tiny point and it gets wider and wider as you go. And it's garter with sections of lace that have flowers. The, the little lace pattern yeah. is basically daisies. It's, very cute. it's just adorable. So I've worked through the first section of the flower lace work and it's just so pretty and it makes me so happy to work on it and everything about it is self-indulgent. Robbie, thank you so much. Anna, thank you for a great pattern and that was a gift along pattern that I bought during the sale. So I've already oh, yeah. cast on and I'm using the second of my purchases. So I'm pretty excited to say that I'm actually using them and just loving the shawl immensely. So the cool, oh, what I wanted to mention about the pattern. So Anna is friends with Helen Stewart. If you've ever knit a Helen Stewart pattern, you know that she uses her percentage checklist system. So every row of the pattern is written out for you. And it tells you what you're supposed to do on that row, how many stitches there should be, what row it is in the project, and then periodically it has the percentage of yarn you should have used at that point. Basically designed to help you keep track and to make sure that you're not going to run out of yarn. 
Well, Anna used the same system in her pattern. She got Helen's permission to do so, and it is fabulous. So it's the easiest pattern ever to follow because oh, really? I don't even have to keep track of my rows. I just oh. tick them off on my checklist. Nice. Yeah, it's really nice. And the marzipan leg warmers, they, Helen did the pattern in three sizes. So there are three sizes. And she says specifically for this size, print pages X through X. So, you know, the pattern has 20 pages, but I printed five for my size or something like that. So I really like the way that pattern writing technique makes it so much easier to follow the pattern. Mm -hmm. So I'm really appreciating that. And the third thing I cast on was also the Clio pullover by Yay. Elizabeth Doherty. <laughs> so Charlene and I are once again knitting the same sweater at the same time. And it is once again an Elizabeth Doherty design. And I'm using Phoebe by Quinson Company. It's a DK weight yarn and I'm using a tonal navy blue, which is so beautiful and soft and lovely. It is also an American sourced wool. So we're both using American wools on our sweaters. Isn't yeah. that coincidental? And the yarn is just so plump and fluffy. I love it so much. Yeah. So I have the super soft, fine yarn from Robbie. And then I have the super <laughs> plump Quince & Company. And the Tracy 2 is a is also an American wool. It's an Imperial really Stock Ranch. Yeah. So I believe there's this Columbia wool. I think so. I think so. So I have some really nice yarns on my needles right now. Very self-indulgent. And the Clio sweater, I, I'm in the same place you are. I've done the little shoulder start, yeah. so I'm going to go home yeah. and steam block those and make yeah. sure they're the right size right. so that I can pick up the stitches and move on from there tonight. So super fun projects on my needles. And after finishing Archer, which is a lot of stockinette in the round, I wanted the challenge of Clio with the, there are cable patterns, like Charlene said, there's some textured stitches and... A, a rib stitch so mm -hmm. there you're definitely paying attention really to nice. what yeah. you're doing which after a stockinette in the round project i'm really enjoying it yeah last night i was doing the cables for the little sleeve section like right yeah. on i'm doing cables this I feels good yeah yeah <laughs> so it felt good for me too really I figured it. out how to do my cables without the cable needle oh and did I you was doing it yeah yeah oh, i was see, doing that it was pretty cool i was contemplating it but because you're it's basically a five stitch cable so you're moving the one stitch across four others yeah and i just decided i just pulled out a double pointed needle in the same yeah. size and i'm just doing it that way it's I, easier for me and true confessions mostly i did it because i was too lazy to get up and go get a cable <laughs> needle it's like oh i can do this i can do this i almost <laughs> did that and then i thought no i'm going to be more frustrated if i drop a stitch so i'm going to get up and get the double pointed needle it's yeah. really not that far away That's well one funny. of the things about the cormo is it is a little sticky oh so you're so not going to drop my the stitch. stitches don't go anywhere That's nice. so it's a it's a well chosen yarn for the project in terms of not losing my twisted stitches. Nice. So I like that. Yeah. So we just want to take a moment to thank Western Sky Knits, who is our first sponsor of 2018. Happy New Year from Western Sky Knits. Western Sky Knits is a small, independently owned yarn and fiber business. Kim, the Montana dying half of Western Sky Knits, lives on a family-owned and run cattle ranch with her husband and three boys. 
it's an interesting story because Kim is a Bay Area native, Bay Area being a location where we live in California, yep. and now braves those sub-zero winters of Montana. <laughs> yes. Gorgeous brights and glowing neutrals, western sky dies it all. In the shop now, you will find creative speckled blends as well as bold and neutral semi-solid tones. Two of my current favorites are Forget Me Not and Lilac Love, both wonderful purpley speckled blends of no. color. <laughs> They're available now in several bases. Western Sky has you covered from fingering weights with a new smooth sock base, which is 460 yards of a merino nylon base, to a superwash Aran, and even their biggie base, which you can use to knit up a hat in just a few hours. Need a quick gift? Look no further than the biggie base. And she's got the biggie, she's got lots of biggie available now on her website too. So for cold weather hats, I think that would be a great, great yeah, choice. Yeah, for sure. So you wanted to tell the story. I do. How so, we, I think we may have told this before, but it's worth telling again. <laughs> so you guys have heard us talk about Western Sky Knits for so many years, but we have become really good friends with Kim and Heather over the years. And it all started, I think it was my very first stitches, or it might have been my first one after moving home from France. And I had my heart set on buying turquoise yarn. I just had to have a sweater quantity of fingering weight turquoise yarn. And I thought that would be an easy thing to do. Well, we looked all over stitches and that was back when we only went for one day. So yeah. it was very important that I buy it that day. Right. We looked all over the place and I couldn't find any that I, you know, you didn't get that picture in your head. Couldn't find any that I wanted. Right. And then we found this little booth on the end. It wasn't on an end cap, but you know, towards the end of the row. And it was a little booth. It was little at little, that point. Little, yeah. Little booth. Yeah. And there are these two women, one of whom has a <laughs> broken leg and she's got her very broken leg in a brace and stuff. And she's got it propped up in a seat. And I'm just thinking, Oh, how miserable would that be to have to work in a booth with a broken leg? Oh my gosh. Poor Heather had broken her leg while skiing and they were still at stitches doing their thing. And that's how it all started. They had a turquoise right there that I fell in love with instantly and got my sweater quantity. And I bought another, I don't remember what the other skein was, but I bought another skein at the same time that I loved. It was probably gray knowing me. And that's how it all started. We just started chatting with them and I don't know how we just were basically instant friends. And I yeah. The very next stitches, we might have even helped them set up, and that yeah, started the annual tradition. The next, I don't think it was the very next year, but I think the very next year we maybe just spent some time with them. Something, yeah. yeah. And yeah. since then, so I think we've been helping them set up their booth for at least three or four years yeah. now. This might be the fifth year. It just goes to show how friendships you never know where you're going to yeah. find friendship it's very cool gail and i are both really smiling here. It's, huge it's one smiles. Of, yeah it's one of those things that you never know where you're going to find friends because it's so random it, and we just really hit it off <clears throat> i think that when it happens it's just something to be truly grateful for yes. because that's... In the last month, I've been able to spend so much time with friends, some of whom I've never met before, like Sarah in London, and I just feel so lucky. And a lot of it is knitting and Ravelry that has... So much of it yeah. is knitting and Ravelry and yarn related. All of my 
friends that I spend the most time with for the past few years are all knitting, yarn, craft related. And it's absolutely wonderful. Such an enriching thing. Yep. So all of you out there, whether we actually interact with you personally or not, reach out to us on Ravelry maybe, or if you see us at Stitches or something, come say hi, because this is how it starts. This is how these Mm -hmm. friendships start. And it's just such a wonderful thing. So to have Kim as a sponsor is just the coolest thing. So Western Sky Knits will be at Stitches West, February 23rd through 25th, 2018 in Santa Clara, California, as will Gail and I. And we will be helping set up their booth the Thursday before the market opens, which would be the 22nd, I believe. And then that Thursday night, the market is open if you are registered for classes. So if you are attending Stitches West, please look for us either at the Western Sky Knits booth or on Saturday afternoon in the hotel bar area where along with Barb and Tracy of the two Knit Lit Chicks, we will be just sitting around, chatting, knitting, having a little get-together for anyone who wants to come and join us. Sitting and knitting, having something to drink, sharing purchases, very casual. Super fun. It's very relaxing to get off the floor, show floor for a while, and just chill out and meet new friends. Yeah. Friends you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. All right, so what have you finished in the last month or so? It's been a long time since we've asked each other that question. It has been a long time, but I've only finished the one sweater. Only. I've only finished one sweater. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you talked about it pretty extensively already, which the sweater is The Archer by Elizabeth Doherty. It's a pullover with drop sleeves, knit in the round. It's got several short row sections, and then as Gail did talk about, pretty extensively already. It's got the arched braids in the front and the back and the stripes. And we have a really cool photo on Ravelry that we took of the two of us together wearing our sweaters. And the thing about this photo, it's really so us. It's the epitome of us and our style. Because (laughs) we can take the same pattern both knitted up in our preferred colors my main color is purple gail's main color is pink so wow we've got our preferred colors (laughs) right there gail's is kind of more overall light mine is more overall dark gail knit hers to a tunic length and she's wearing it with leggings i'm wearing mine with jeans and boots this is our style it completely people. <laughs> is if you want to imagine us just look at this picture and it really does capture how, how we yeah. take something that's the same and make it make ours. it our own that's that's the coolest thing about the photograph that yep. we really have taken this wonderful pattern that elizabeth designed and truly made it our own I love that. I do too. I just love It's a really cute whole, picture. Yeah, it really is. I love, just love the whole thing about how they, similar, but so different. Yes. <laughs> the same, but different. Yes. So I won't speak more about that, but it is Archer by Elizabeth Doherty. How about you, Gail? What have you finished? Well, not only did I finish several projects, but I am so proud of myself. I actually did finishing work. 
Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, you I did. had the week off, <laughs> and I performed sweater surgery on Mike's sweater that I knit oh. forever ago that he wears every single morning, and the sleeve cuff started to unravel. Oh, okay. And one morning he's standing there looking at me. He said, can you fix this? As he's pulling it apart. I said, don't Did pull it, on it. So it had all the yarn broke. At some yeah. Point? yeah. Okay. So it just needed, I basically took out a couple rows and then rebound it off. So one mm. sleeve is just a couple rows shorter than the other, which oh, he doesn't yeah. care. You can't even tell, yeah. but he hadn't washed it in so long. Oh. This is so gross. As I was unraveling it, dust was just like poofing off oh, the yeah. yarn. It was so disgusting. I said, okay, I fixed your sweater. You have to wash it immediately. This is really disgusting. So he washed it and found some other areas that probably need surgery as well. Oh, well, it's good. He found them. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. the sweater pretty much needs to be retired soon and oh, he needs a new really? one. It's, yeah. It, well, it went through all of Lucy's puppy years, yeah, and there was a lot of wear on the sleeves because of puppy teeth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it he needs a new sweater. <laughs> the other thing I did is I finished my yoga wrap, which meant sewing on the grain ribbon along the short side and sewing on over 20 buttons. That so, was a lot of finishing for it was. a shawl. It really was. It took hours and hours and hours, which I'm not begrudging that time at all because I love the actual finished object. Mm-hmm. But basically, I listened to a very good percentage of the latest Stephen King audiobook while sewing on buttons mm-hmm. and stuff. And I don't recommend the audiobook either. <laughs> so got my yoga wrap finished. I love it. It's completely versatile. Charlene took my finished object pictures for me and she was ooing and aahing over all the different ways you can wear it. It's so really cool. It's a neat, it's a neat project. Yeah. The next thing that I did is I finally crocheted around the neck of my confadement sweater, oh, which good. was growing. I wore it in London for one day and it grew so much oh, just because of the, I mean, I knit it tunic length, so it's a lot of fabric and it just stretched because it's raglan shaping and it doesn't have any construction substance to it. So I crocheted around the neckline. I basically did a chain stitch all the way around where I picked up for the collar. And hopefully that'll work. I haven't worn it since, but I think it's going to really give that sweater a lot more stability. I finished a sock head hat. So I think it was the last one when we were last recording, I was working on it, got that finished. So that's the first charity hat for 2018. I also finished my fractured fairy tale hat, which is a Mary Annarella pattern. That was one that I bought in the Indie Gift Along oh, sale. Nice. So I did, I've knit two now or will have knit two from the sale. And that hat was a letdown because of the colors I chose. The pattern is brilliant, but it is a stranded colorwork design that it starts as well, they're flower motifs that you're you're knitting. However, it starts in one color and fades so that the other color is the flower, two colors. And I used a gray and I used Malabrigo Arroyo in the Anniversario, I think, or maybe it was the Arco Iris, one of those very mm-hmm. variegated colorways. And you really can't see the flowers. It just is too modeled to see them. Oh. So I think to successfully knit that hat, you have to pick two colors that really pop mm-hmm. against each other. So oh, I will knit it again someday, but that one is going in the charity pile as well. I mean, it's a really cute hat. You yeah. just can't tell that they're flowers. 
I also managed to start and finish a self-indulgent project. So the day before or after Christmas, I cast on the tool shawl from Helen Stewart's Knit Bent 2017 collection. We talked about this. I was stalking it last episode or the one before that. It's a simple top-down crescent shawl, mostly garter stitch until you get to this beautiful lace panel. And I used a coveted yarn from Spencer Hill Natural Dyes called, the the base is Lily. It's a 50% silk, 50% merino, fingering weight base. And the colorway is tutu. So I used this light pink yarn called tutu to knit the tulle shawl, which is all based on the tutu of the ballerina in the Nutcracker. So it was a happy, you know, convergence of yarn and pattern name. And the shawl is really, really pretty. It has beads, optional beads. You can do beads in the body and then in the lace panel, but I just did the lace. So, oh, it's just so pretty. I after doing all the stockinette in the round of Archer, working on a lace pattern with beads, was like, oh, this is great. You know, you're actually paying attention and now Cleo with the cables. So it's been fun to have lace and beads and cables following the stockinette. So it's just been a really fun knitting season for me. It's been color work and I've been doing a lot of different types of knitting, which is really enjoyable. You've got, you did a lot. You were off of work, and then you had lots of travel time. Yeah, and strangely, the travel time, I brought the test knit, and I brought the sock head hat, which Mm -hmm. did get finished on the airplane. Yeah. But I thought, oh, I'm going to get so much done on this test knit. (laughs) Well, no, I, I knit on the airplane both directions, but pretty much that's the only knitting that I had. So I did get some done, but travel knitting equaled knitting time on the airplane so yeah yeah. (laughs) but it was a great vacation great I just had so much fun with my knitting the last month and I know I will through the self-indulgent knit along as well awesome and speaking of the knit along it does end in March I still don't have the exact date of the spring equinox but I think Charlene's looking it up right now I know it's in March and we already have some prizes the fabulous and beautiful Jen Sheelan has given us two skeins of yarn to give away. It is her Warm Fuzzies Embrace Base, which is 100% merino, and it's super soft and wonderful. And the two colorways we have are Memories of Christmas Morning, which is a natural whitish base with beautiful red and green speckles and it's so pretty. I put a picture of it up in the FO, no, in the chatter thread. So you can see what it looks like. It's just super happy yarn. And the second skein is called Sweet Dreams. And it is, the picture in the thread makes it look gray, but it's a gray leaning blue. It is a beautiful color. So those two skeins of yarn are heavenly and great prizes. Thank you so much, Jen. Super, super generous. And Josh Mole donated a copy of his contrast cowl pattern, which is a really pretty cowl that's two colors and it's garter stitch, but it has a mosaic slip stitch motif in it. Really cool. And he also gifted us the pattern as yes, well. So I'm did. looking forward and to knitting. I have one. not tried mosaic knitting, so I, I haven't yet either. Thinking that that might be a good intro. 
Definitely. And this, <laughs> I always enjoy slip stitches. So yeah, that's going to be too. fun too. Well, I you're do doing too. it in your linen exactly. stitch calendar. Yeah. Exactly. So already three prizes on the list. Go check out what those look like in the thread. I've linked to all the designers and shops and all that stuff. So go check it out. And the end date is March 20th. So it's almost exactly three months. Yeah. So lots of time to finish all sorts of projects. And the FO thread, of course, has already started because we already have 15 finished (laughs) objects. And one post per person, please. And just add as many projects as you want to your, your post. And thank you to all of the new people who are joining us. There have been a lot of new people in there this little one, which is super exciting. There have been. It's and been if really you fun. need to use a hashtag on Facebook, Ravelry, or Instagram, it's just hashtag S-I-K-A-L, hashtag C-Cal, and hashtag C-Cal 2018. Excellent. Yeah. And we're already getting a lot of activity in the Love Your Stash Q1 thread as well, which is fun. I think after our last podcast with Robbie, that sparked some interest. I think so it did. yeah, we've yes. had a lot of people posting goals or talking about just their general feelings towards their stash and stuff. It's been really fun. So if you have any interest, please feel free to join in that thread as well. And I've not set any goals for Q1. I think I'm just in such a happy place with my stash right now that I don't feel like I need any goals. I'm just enjoying everything that I'm knitting. And that's great. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm really happy with everything. So we have both been knitting a lot from stash. We have. The it last feels so part good. Of 2017, I think. Yep. So, yeah, Hasn't stopped great. me from buying more yarn, but <laughs> I have definitely been knitting from stash. Yeah. And stash, so my archer sweater, the red bud dragonfly fibers yarn has been in my stash since 2012. Really? Yeah. I've had these two skeins I bought on a D-stash. Wow. So they've been in my stash forever. And the Anzula, we just bought, just bought last, last February. Yeah. yeah. So that wasn't as old. But then the tool shawl, the Spencer Hill yarn that I purchased, is at least two years old. It was one of those, it becomes a yarn that you just don't want to cast anything right. on because it has to be the perfect <laughs> pattern. So yeah, I've really been enjoying pulling out yarn that's been in the stash for a long time me too feels good okay well thank you so much for joining us for this first episode of 2018 we look forward to sharing our knitting year with you and as we put together our 2018 editorial calendar there is a thread in our group for things that you would like to hear us talk about so if you have an idea or something that you would like to hear please Seek out the thread and post it in there. That's always interesting to have questions and things like that to answer. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening and so much for being a part of the Ravelry group and everything else. It's just fabulous to feel so loved in this knitting world. It is. Thank you and happy knitting. Happy knitting, everyone. Bye-bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.